Hello, neighbors. We're back. This is Daniel. This is Katie. Welcome back to the Future Neighbor Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Gochujar. And uh, what do we have up in the pipeline? Oh, we have um, new breathing containers. I know our kimchi containers have been quite popular. Um, but now we have a new line of them. Um, I think when you make like bul kimchi, which is like kimchi, or wa- we call it water kimchi, but the English translation sounds a little bit funky. Doesn't sound tasty. Yeah, or when you're pickling, um, like jangachi, you make them like, do you remember in the old days when I saw my parents making it? They have those like uh, glass jars that you buy kimchi out of, the round ones, and they always put it like in the balcony somewhere. And so, like, if you go to any Korean household, or at least it was like this for me in the States, you would always see, like, these, like, bottles of fermenting tenjang or, or um, gochujang in the back. And I would always be, like, Ugh, kind of, like, unsightly. But It was in Changdokte? Uh, no, it wasn't in Changdokte. It was, like, in glass jars. Okay. Like, in, yeah, you didn't see that ever? No. What was your interaction? I was, I lived in Apatu. Oh, all right, right, right. That's not really what like What was your interaction level with Koreans when you were living in the UK? No, because I was living in the dorm. Oh, so right, I don't right. really live with family. You never looked into like other Korean households. No. I wonder what the parallel is to like if you're living as a, a Korean family in London or in the UK versus in the States, like whether the same things that I experienced would be similar. I think so. Wouldn't it be? Yeah. So maybe there was some uh, fermentation <laughs> jars out in the UK um, balconies as well. I, uh, I just remember like every time I go, because there was another Korean girl in my class and um, she actually lived with her family. Uh-huh. So she she's not boarding. So sometimes she would invite me to her house and then they would have like... Um, like stacks of the Korean drama videotapes yeah, in her living room the same for her for mom. Too. <laughs> I think that, again, those like Korean dramas back in the uh, early 90s, like that was like, it brought so much joy, joy to Korean moms living outside of Korea, right? Like reconnects them to culture. Yeah. Um, you know why they're so big, right? Because they never returned them. <laughs> Why they're so big? Like the VHS stacks of tapes. You know why they're oh, stacks? Oh. It's because no Korean mom is returning them on time. You just borrow them. Um, and they're so cheap to produce. I wonder how many of those shops were actually paying like royalty. Or was it just like, you know, we used know. to burn CDs back in the 90s. You just like download it off of Napster or LimeWire or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if those shops living abroad were paying royalty like to NBC or KBS. Mm, but then like it was pretty they did uh, one time I did visit one of the stores and oh. it was pretty big one so it's kind of hard for me to think that they would be doing that illegally. Yeah. Yeah, we came far away. Anyway, <laughs> we have some <laughs> breathing <laughs> fermentation containers. They're really high quality. It's not up yet, but it should be in the next few weeks. Yeah. So, let's roll into our podcast today. Today, I want to start off with an interesting scenario. <laughs> we were walking in Shinza last time, and yeah. we went to go meet a friend. But along the way, you posed a very interesting question because there were so many young people out dating, and you were like, hey, doesn't that look like one of our friends? And I was like, who? And I was like, oh, that friend. And then I was like, no, no, that's not him. But then you were like, but what if it was? What if we caught one of our very close friends cheating <laughs> on their like, girlfriend yeah or no actually or their wife right yeah what would our reaction be <laughs> and i was just like i kind of shuddered at the thought and what if your eyes met yeah like <laughs> what well, would okay, you okay, do okay that's completely two different scenarios if your eyes didn't meet the default would be to just pass by just pass by and and then would you bring it up the next time you meet him or after? Would you message him say, oh, I think I saw you today in Shinsa, but oh uh, God, didn't no. really get to say hi. No, no, no. I don't. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, no, no, no. I, I would never. So you'd let it go. 
But yeah. what if your eyes met, and then the next time you guys actually set up to See, meet, that becomes a lot more interesting. Huh? I don't think you would bring it up unless I would. That other person it. brings it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this or, is or, such or, a topic for a drama or movie. No, or maybe a better question is: In what case would you address that person? I think if they were very, very close, like a very, very close friend. And if with, you are like um, family couple, so you both know the the guy and the girlfriend. Oh, and then you kind of occasionally meet together, like a double date. It will be so awkward. Actually, I think that makes it even more complicated. So let's say that I'm friends with the guy and I just saw him outside on a date. But then I also know his wife really well. Yeah. And then you oh, we think, set up to meet No, I think a that, few days later or something. No, no, you're making it more tough. But if I knew the wife well too, yeah. I think it would you would be, tell the wife? No, 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 no. There's like a written... I don't know if it's a guy code, but... I wouldn't tr- no. I wouldn't trigger that. I wouldn't trigger that. That's not. Yeah. That's so not. You would your, let it go. Yeah, I would just let it go. But it would be hard for me to see that person in the same light. You lose respect for that person. It would be hard to take anything that person says without a grain of salt from now on, because mm. you know he's a little bit of a contradiction. So, like, if he was very close to me. Yeah, I would feel like I need an answer why or like what's going on, because like it's really hard to like keep a relationship with someone who's like so conflicting. I mean, if he was just a mutual like friend in your circle, like you know how you have um, very very close friends that mm. you can like call anytime and like just talk about anything, oh. and then you have associates. I think if there were associates, you would never bring that up. Why? Why bring the why be the bearer of life-changing event news person? No need to do that. You'll, <laughs> you'll be sacrificed for it. How about you? Like, is it kind of similar line of thinking or is it different for No, women? I think I will be, it will be pretty much similar. I wouldn't go out my way to like pin him in the middle. Yeah. But, but like, let's say if I wasn't that, if I was more close to the girl, uh, rather than the actual guy, then oh, interesting. Then I think I don't know. I would really, really think hard about whether to um tell the girl or not. Really? Yeah. If I was really like, if she's my direct friend yeah. and the guy is like more like, you know, I know him through her uh-huh. because they're married or they're going out. Uh-huh then I think I have some obligation to tell her. You don't think so? <laughs> yeah, again, if, if it was one of my very, very close friends, I would be, I, I would just ask them to know why. Why? Why, man? <laughs> more, more, like, why, man? More than like, dude, like, I caught you. Like, it wouldn't be that. It would be coming from the angle of like, why? why i don't want to see you go through pain like why man actually i have a i cannot see this no it's (laughs) like it would be like catching your parents in bed or something like no i can't see this why i have a more interesting question okay so like uh, it's between us okay so what if like so what would be your reaction mm-hmm. if uh, somehow I cheated during our marriage? Would you give me a second chance or would you like completely call it off? You know how sometimes boxers, before they go into a ring, they have a strategy and then you get hit in the face <laughs> and then you forget everything? <laughs> like me saying anything right now would be pointless because... Um, I usually say this when I talk with friends about like very crazy issues like this. Logically, I would want to say that like, you know, if we had kids and I would think about the impact on the kids and just like we'll try to understand like why. (laughs) But knowing me emotionally and being so like um, just that personality, I would just, my emotions would just say, oh, hell no. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know why I ask you this question. Maybe our listeners would kind of take it in a wrong way, but it's just like imaginary but question that yeah. came up. I mean, it's kind of like a weird time that I'm asking you now yeah, before marriage. Yeah, you're playing like devil's advocate, <laughs> but it's fine because I enjoy entertaining these thoughts. Um, well, let me throw it, for me. Let me throw it back to you. Yeah, then. for yeah. me, let me think about it. Um, I think maybe if it was a few years ago, yeah. Um, like when I kind of think imaginary that that happened, then like I would think there's no mercy. Meaning you would come and and like uh, throw, we would th- break throw? up. Okay. Break up. Like there's no going back. But then now I feel like somehow I want to analyze the situation more. So like I would kind of want to see. You'd like, make a PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> You'd make a flowchart. No, I would want to see if like, first of all, was this like a impulse, impulsive thing, cheating? Yeah. Or was it like all very strategic and all planned out and so how does done it change? For a long what if time? It, what if it was a night of passion? I was just so drunk and like just made an error. Then I would. I don't think I would just call it completely Quits. off. Yeah. Like or maybe on day one, yeah. Uh, maybe it might. I might try to like give it more time. Maybe a few more weeks or months. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like eventually it will keep haunting me the thoughts, and then we will have to break up. It'd be like a thorn in your your shin. Yeah, it I will kill you, but it'll keep bothering you yeah, until it will you can't keep walk. Bothering me, even though I would try to, I would try to keep convincing myself that. There wasn't love, and it was just uh, like a mistake. Yeah. And I don't know how well I I would be able to like overcome overcome that thought. I don't know. I think for most men, or at least for me, like the thought of someone else being intimate with you, that would drive me to. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that would that would put me in a deep hole for a very long time. Regardless of whether it was lust or thought out, like you know how you're like already splitting it up and thinking one way or another. Mm-hmm. I think for guys, just the idea that someone, because I think guys just primitive, were very primitively, very territorial, and it's also I think like an ego thing, and also I don't know. It's just like guys want to be very protective of their women, and maybe protective not the right word. But maybe what if it was just like. Uh, like kind of drunk night and it's just like all meant nothing well let's make it more in the gray area because it's more fun so not being like completely intimate but what if it was like a little kiss a kiss yeah i think it's forgivable but it's forgivable but you will have to uh, do a huge compensation so you'll have to get me like a ferrari or something no 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 you're just talking like a, a drama <laughs> tv show it would shake your foundation. So even a kiss would be like, oh man, I can't trust this person. Yeah, it would right? take a very, very long time for... It's the trust issue. Yeah, for you to like get over it. Yeah. I don't know if you can really get over it. Pretend to get over it. Yeah. Huh, maybe we should jump off this topic. Um, no need to dig into scenarios which probably is not going to happen to us <laughs> um, <laughs> but then like this kind of um makes me think about like those couples uh-huh. i don't know if it's related but you know i was i would read stories that like uh, this guy is gay mm-hmm. but because of all the social pressure and like the need to satisfy their parents like marries a woman and they have kids but hides all these things to everybody else and it's kind of really unbearable for him because inside he knows he's gay oh this is really interesting i I kind of occasionally i read this story i have a real life story that i could tell you so when i was i think probably in my mid-20s and i would go to clubs with my friends i think at one point i was uh Oh, my friend was teaching English in Korea just for a little bit, like during summer vacations. He taught this one very rich lady's daughter. And 
the way he described her, he was like, oh, she's very pretty though. And like, you know, it's like guys talk, oh, but she's so very pretty. I was like, oh, really? Like, show me a picture. Mm-hmm. And he showed me a picture. And I know who that lady was. It was <laughs> the craziest thing because uh, that lady was, at that time, I thought she was the boyfriend of a, of a guy who was one of my friends with my clients. Okay. So I actually had dinner with her or like at the same, like we were grouped together in this like group dinner because yeah. my client was there and he invited his friend who naturally invited his quote unquote girlfriend. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh my God, she, he looks, she looks uncanny like the girl in this picture. Yeah. Right. And I was like, does she drive a specific car? It's an expensive car. Right. I was like, mm-hmm. does she drive this car? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, is the color white? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh my god it's the same girl oh so i i was so mind blown right and then uh strangely enough like uh, a month later after we finished some client work my client was like should we go towards like itaewon and just get a few drinks mm-hmm. right and that happened that night that lady was there too with his at friend the club. at the club and it was crazy because i had invited my friend uh, to come to the club too because okay. he wanted to hang out and i was like all right i'm done with my work i'll just invite him to the club and we can just grab a drink right but then i didn't tell him that lady would be there yeah i say so i kind of had like this i just wanted to see what happened right <laughs> how she would react and then my friend came <laughs> and that and lady then? she didn't recognize him at all you mean pretended yeah even though my friend is his daughter's English teacher, right? Mm. Her defense or her strategy then was to just pretend like... She doesn't know him. Yeah, and oh. she was a different person. And so my mm. friend was like, oh, like, 안녕하세요, like in Korean to the lady. Mm-hmm. And she was like, excuse me? Who are you? Yeah. And then my friend was so bewildered. <laughs> But then the next week he went to go tutor. But then she completely acted as that night that that event didn't happen, mm. and so he was so perplexed. But I don't know. I, maybe that was a little bit evil of me. But I just wanted to see what would happen. But well, I didn't know that. Well, actually, you know, I did know she was going to be there. But that's how it was. So she was cheating. Yeah, and the reason I brought this up was um, my my client told me that that lady had. Uh, was married to a guy who he came out of the closet oh yeah that's why yeah 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 so yeah. what happened to them i don't know? know i didn't care <laughs> 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 after that incident i i i did, didn't really care so yeah, i didn't never asked what happened or whatever it does happen yeah wow anything else you want to add to this <laughs> besides wow or <laughs> shall we move on to a different topic yeah i think we can move on I also wanted to talk about like um, kind of friends. Our like, how many you you are you are really extrovert, right? And then you seem to have a lot of like close friends. Mm. But then, like you know, I've been pondering a lot about like. My progression with friends, like my relationship with friends, friends who I thought were really, really close and who I hoped would like continue our relationship mm. for a long time in my t- through my thirties, forties. Then the reality is, it's like especially if the friends are not in the same country with you or same city. Yeah. Like if they're in different countries, and even though like we have the internet and mm. it's like we are like connected all the time, yeah, online, yeah, it, it kind of perplexes me how it's sometimes so hard to keep the friendship going. I know where you're coming from. Yeah, so it's something that's been going on my mind, and I'm kind of struggling to decide like. Who are your real, real friends? Yeah, and maybe like maybe I should just accept that things change Mm. over time, and like 
distance, physical distance is a big barrier um, that I should just accept and don't take anything personal. Yeah. Um, or is it just particular person? Like so my relationship with that particular person is just not strong enough now so that it's like kind of falling out. I don't know. So I'm like, yeah, it's been bothering me. Um, for some time because so i think the requirements for a friend changes as you get older friends when you're in your 20s is someone that you can have fun with right it, it, like when you're in your 20s you don't really share that much like deep details about your family and like there's not this like level of empathy and like you know but as you get older in college and and in high school like your requirements change and then when you graduate like friends um, let's say that you get married. If your wife, for example, doesn't like your friends, then that that makes it difficult. If you have kids and your friends are single, you start to see them less because you have like less touch points. But um, I think the definition of uh, how do you say this? Like how I don't want to say relevant, but um, how much you can connect with someone it it, it really evolves with where you are in life. And I think our yokshim or our, our uh, what do you call that, our, our desire yeah. would be that our friends that we've had since childhood yeah. remain the same or reciprocate what we need until we get older and older and older and older, right? Mm. And if we have a few friends or maybe even one friend that can reciprocate what we need throughout yeah. our different stages in life, that's something to be really, really thankful for. Mm, um, I think so. And if you ask me how many friends I have that are like that. Do you I, have quite a number of friends? No, but the way that we're defining it now, yeah. I would say I would say maybe one one friend. Yeah. That maybe maybe one or two friends max. Uh, according to the definition we say now. Because and 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 and, and those friendships Actually, I'm going to say two now. Um, what I've learned in my 30s is that when you're in your 20s, because you have no obligation to society, you have no job, you have no responsibilities, all you have is free time, so you don't think about this, but um, nurturing friendships and that level of friendship, it requires time, which is like a valuable resource as you get older. So yeah. like, you have to nurture that friendship, even if you don't, like necessarily feel like it like from day to day like one of those friends i don't know if he listens to his podcast maybe he does but the reason i'm able to or think of him in that light is because every year like even no matter how busy we are we've taken a trip to a different country to like meet up because he lives in the u.s and i live in korea and just to take like three or four days to catch up and and we came to a conclusion that, yo, like, I'm happy we're taking the time to, like, to nurture this friendship. Because yeah. there's, like, a lot of value in having friends who have seen you grow up, grow up mm. to see where you are now. Right? That's something. And then, and then if I think about it like that, then I'm very careful of who I want to bring that close to me and invest in, in that time. Because... If that person is wanting to hang out with me for an exterior motive or agenda, like, oh, this person's very knowledgeable on this, I need help on this, mm -hmm. then at a certain point that becomes shown and, and you feel kind of like, oh man, I thought of you a, a lot deeper. But mm -hmm. I know where you're kind of struggling with and I've already had to move like mentally who I thought would be Maybe I would have said I have very five close friends, but three of them have already I've already nudged to the <laughs> associate <laughs> like circle <laughs> because it's just not the same energy anymore. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to fight that because it's it has to be reciprocated. I, I I I want I want five of them, but then three of them don't show me that same energy. Yeah. And I can't like I can only I can only. I can only throw so much energy and try to get in contact with you and try to meet up until I feel stupid. 
<laughs> like uh, like I it feels know. like a jaksarang like i'm like all right yeah jaksarang jaksarang is one sided love yeah that's what i've been feeling with this um very 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 close friends i have mm. and then it's like i feel i feel like it's about time that i move on <laughs> and let them go like internally yeah. but it's also like kind of hard to accept too yeah because then i feel like I don't know. I'm letting go of my like old piece of memory, and uh, yeah. But I I have like good friends that I made in Korea too. I think I'm the type of person who sticks with few good friends rather than like wide range of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but it's kind of hard too because like you know sometimes <laughs> like. Like, um, you know, there's this also one other friend that I would sometimes, like, in Korea, I would try to arrange to meet her. But first of all, it's so difficult to just uh, set up a meeting day. And then for some reason, this person (laughs) always, always brings her husband. And then, like, we feel like we, it's like in groups of three of us. And, like, it it feels like, it's not comfortable because you know that this husband doesn't come to the lunch with us, but he's waiting outside somewhere, like having coffee. Yeah, so you know strange. that that person is waiting. Yeah. And then you can see that it may be like, oh, no, right. At, like maybe two hours after meeting, yeah. the, the friend is kind of agitated. She's looking at her phone and like kind of checking out what her husband is up to. Yeah. I would feel too if I knew that you were there waiting for me. You could cross her off the list. <laughs> And then that's kind of like, even though I genuinely enjoyed time spent together when we are together, mm-hmm. those kind of other factors like influence me and kind of now, like the next time I'm kind of thinking of meeting her, those those thoughts come up, come up and I'm like, I'm already like kind of putting me off from meeting her. Friendship shouldn't be so so painful (laughs) i mean it should be fun to meet up right and it should be enjoyable i feel like every relationship you have with a friend is so different yeah so yeah it's kind of hard to generalize and like really speak on the other person's behalf but i feel like this is kind of my pain point and like i have a few friends in korea that i can rely on and we're close Mm. But uh, yeah, maybe with those old childhood friends, it's time for me to move on. <laughs> yeah. Well, we only have a certain amount of weekends or days that we can meet up. Yeah. And now you just have to prioritize the people who can help or that you have that you enjoy meeting up. And yeah. if those friends are in a different countries, you can always stay in contact with them. But, you know, like uh, removing your mind space from them and then in- investing into people who are close by who can offer you the support or reciprocate the energy that you need now at your life. I think that's a very yeah. important shift in thinking. And that applies to me too. I'm like talking as if that's not relevant to me. Um, but, you know, I, I should make more close friends in, in Korea as well. <laughs> um, I mean, I have a few, actually more like one very close friend. Yeah. Well, actually, you- no, no, I have a few. Yeah, yeah. The one from college and also one, you know, yeah but uh, with one of the friends you actually went uh, surfing last week oh yeah we'll uh, we'll (laughs) jump to that but i want to stay on this topic about um friendships because it's it's very interesting one thing that i realized too uh with friends like even if i think about my high school friends generally people are closer to their high school friends than they are their college friends yeah that's how how i was yeah but i realized that with high school friends it's a great situation when both of you are progressing in life. The reason I say that is one person comes to mind and this person is always kind of static in life. Or if I'm more specific is he has nothing going on. He's just a pretty unmotivated guy. Mm. But when I like talk with him, I feel like I can only share two. I can only share so much because I know that my achievements bring, it only makes him think about his lack of doing anything and i could sense that energy so you're in essence 
when you're meeting with this person and you have thoughts on your mind, you start filtering out so much things to the point where you never really talk about your uh, your worries, your passions, and you just talk about the activity at hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if we're just golfing, uh, what am I talking golfing? We never play golf. If we're just, um, I don't know, if we're, let's just say we're skateboarding, then the conversations with that friend is always just about skateboarding or maybe some generic topic like girls are you dating this or that and then it becomes very how do i say it such surface level entertainment that it, it becomes boring to me yeah i remember like a few years ago or maybe if like in our earlier podcast i said the definition for a friend was able to, someone you're able to be vulnerable with mm. and in order for you to be vulnerable with that person has to have a room or has to have enough uh, mental space to absorb your vulnerability. But if that person is not doing well in life, he doesn't have this like capacity to like really engage that way. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I, 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 it, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like generic level talking, but. No, but I know the friend you have in mind, so I know like all the backstory, <laughs> so I can relate. But if for people who are listening, I don't know if they're gonna think like, oh, if the person is not interesting, anything going on, I don't really want to engage no, with that person. No, no, no. It's, oh, come on. Yeah, no, I'm not like explain. that. No, I'm not like that. Yeah, like if you're not like, you don't have anything going on so. or something. No, no, no. Come on. No, I don't see it like that at all. Um, but just. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I but the, my point still remains, like, you know, hopefully, like, simple like this. Hey, Katie, how are you doing? Oh, no, not much. <laughs> and then you, you asked me back the same question. What about you? Oh, dude, guess what? <laughs> and then I talk about myself for one hour? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. It should be like, Katie, what's going on? And you should be like, oh, guess what? I have this, this. And then you're like, what's going on with you? Oh yeah, yeah, I have this too. This, mm. this, that, that. And then there's like this reciprocation of energy. Oh, I didn't know that's interesting, right? Yeah. And so it's not, I mean, it's not like every conversation co should go this way. But yeah. if for if when your weekends becomes that valuable, I'm less inclined to want to meet with the person that is just just becoming so dull and dull and dull and dull. That's why that like that uh, uh, that like saying of like hopefully you grow. You and your friends grow together as a team. Mm, There's a reason for like, that saying. That's like the best case. Yeah. yeah. And that also leads to a he healthy relationship. Mm. Do you think it's because around this wedding time that you're a little bit more sensitive towards it? Or do you think because an event like this makes you, forces you to think about things like friendship? Yeah, I th definitely. Because, you know, I had to definitely think about um like who i want to invite to the wedding right mm -hmm. and that kind of made me reflect about the relationship with i have with friends and like even even if the friends are abroad and i cannot invite them or due to covid but still i would kind of um throw myself this question if it wasn't um uh, if there wasn't covid what would i have done right so. But I know, I mean, I, I have a few few girls in mind that you're so close with. Even if you guys are separated by different countries, the yeah. energy is always good. Yeah, Every yeah. time I see you talking with that friend, you're always happy. And so, yeah. you know, it's just other girls you thought were in that same, like, close friends range. But you're realizing slowly and slowly that their energy is not as reciprocating as much as you yeah. thought would, right? And you're yeah. disappointed by that, right? I've yeah. gone through that. But I, I don't <laughs> want to make like harsh judgments because, you know, maybe they are just really busy in their mm. career or in their family. But because their communication isn't very clear, like I think I just keep, there's just all these like things, confusions mounting up and kind of gets me frustrated. Those people that you're talking about, that's been like at least three or four years the same things that you've been saying which yeah, means it's not it's oh this is something that we said to each other no and then the thing is like when we finally get to talk and yeah. come to like come to talk yeah and if it just feels like it was before like it feels really good but uh that 
that moment to actually talk is so hard to reach. Yeah. Do you But know what I mean? I do. But what I'm saying is that if you keep those friends in your mind as like, oh, these are my closest friends, you don't have feel this sort of urge to go meet newer friends and culture new relationships. Oh, Who's calling us? <laughs> All right, one of her closest friends, her mom's. <laughs> yeah, we'll say ah. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. 지금 팟캐스트 하고 있어. 아, 끝났어. All right, so this whole talk was about how to kick Katie's mom off as a. Uh, <laughs> 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 as just a close associate. She That was the person I was talking she about. She doesn't reciprocate the. No, no we're just kidding. <laughs> um, in your mind, if you mentally organize them as maybe not close friends, you're going to mm-hmm. feel more of a demand to go uh, build new friends in Korea. And then those friends, when it comes around to meet them, you'll still get the added benefit of like, oh, I did have, oh, they were close friends. So it's yeah. a win-win. Yeah. Whereas just keeping them in your mind, it, it, it gives you false comfort that mm. you don't need to build new relationships. Yeah. So you can play Jedi mind tricks and have a win-win situation. Actually, speaking of making new friends, I was like really tempted to like join this book club. <laughs> <laughs> and then like like kind of like I I kind of imagine myself like meeting all these um, completely new and different people. Well, that's actually making a good friends idea. there. Yeah. It's a good idea. Because there is like this physical bookstore that I'm, I'm following, and then they have like this monthly. They even book put club. You, they even put you on their Insta, <laughs> Insta page. <laughs> they reposted me, yeah. but yeah, and then it's like a thing. You go on the weekend, and then go. Like, yeah, okay. it's like I don't know exactly how it works, but it's at least like a physical place. You meet with physical people and just talk about. book that you're reading so, so sounded far sounded quite interesting katie so far all of the people that we've met and become close friends with it's enriched our life so much I know. because they have different passion areas and they have different like um ways of thinking that challenge our way of thinking yeah. and just thinking about it itself has been fun plus they open us up to new areas of interest climbing was brought to us via your friend My one of my other friends, we go through so many like fun hobbies, like uh, windsurfing, or like there's just so much randomness that comes. And the random people, relationships like with random friends. people we meet in climbing. Yeah, but just not that we meet. It's just that also random relationships, some good, some bad relationships that we've been of observing in our climbing gym too. You should talk about uh, it. Oh yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I feel I feel like anyone that I talk to at the gym, <laughs> as soon as I like talk with them for a little bit and I like develop a sort of a like you know hey what's going on kind of relationship. Daniel is so friendly. So and then I like within that. within two weeks they disappear. <laughs> they never come back to the oh, gym. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, like the we it might start be coincidence, but Katie was like, "There's something about your energy. It's too um." I think it's too overwhelming to the Korean people. <laughs> so like they no, decide Katie, not to just, extend no, their monthly subscription. No, you're making me feel <laughs> terrible for being friendly. Yet it's more that they probably um I don't know maybe you're right. <laughs> it was so funny because uh, one time we met this um another Korean American guy who joined the gym and yeah. then immediately like they were they were like kicking off their relationship and I mean it You're was making it seem like I'm dating this person no, no, kicking no. it off <laughs> yeah we had like wine and we had <laughs> opened up some cheese and he showed me his latest uh, climbing gear like no I mean it's just saying hi and yeah saying hi sure. and like sharing a few words sharing encouragement <laughs> to each other. And then the next month he doesn't come. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "God damn it! <sighs> I came to this climbing gym so I could get some uh, 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 something I could do by myself." But this guy just keeps saying hi, uh, and wanting to share cheese and wine. Yeah, um, I think we should just go down the like. Oh, there was that other guy. His name was oh, actually wait, I shouldn't say. It oh, his name was uh, similar to Hongdae. Yeah, that's name, how we remember it. Yeah, his name was rhymed with Hongdae. Yeah, every time we climb, we started climbing together, and then I was like, "Oh, Katie, you should. Hey, here's here's a you know here's this guy. Hey, this is Katie. Blah 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 blah." And then 
the discussion of like he was asking what do you do for a living and i was just like oh this and then i asked him what do you do for a living and then he kind of like dodged the question but i wasn't like savvy enough i thought he just didn't hear me but basically i, th- I think he didn't have a job right and then uh a few weeks later <laughs> after we got like introduced ourselves no, he never came back no it's not a few weeks later it's like that was like the last last moment that we saw him. <laughs> oh, I see. The day that we decided to open up a little bit more about ourselves. <laughs> and I learned that he was studying programming. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And like, I was like, yeah, if there's anything that I can help with you, preparation for applying for jobs, like I can help you. You can reach out to me. And then like the next week we were anticipating to meet him yeah because we come at we come at like set times and then, but he never appeared yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i think we're making that gym lose business by saying hi to people uh, i think we should be quiet and uh put in our ipods and just climb in in silos mm. anyway i don't know we always have fun with that so we should move on i'm sure this is a relevant topic about like how to categorize friends and and for anyone um what's next oh i want to talk about um neighbors so i went to um uh a wave park in korea and they make artificial waves Mm -hmm. so climbing has been something that i really really god please please but you're working really hard at it like you go on even on friday evenings and like on top of that sometimes on the weekends i'm talking about surfing katie <laughs> uh, what are you talking about working hard i go like once a year um <laughs> i was like katie dang you're really like um you're really exaggerating for me i haven't seen this side normally you're pretty like you don't add much to statements i'm but savage to you but <laughs> yeah oh okay go on i was talking about the wave part oh, yeah not not at all <laughs> i kind of have this fantasy about riding like waves really well so i know how to ride the the whitewash waves which is like where you learn how to surf so after the wave breaks and then there's all the foam you know they push you and then you can stand up <laughs> sorry but i want to learn how to ride a green wave <laughs> that's the ones that are forming in the back that like usually turn into a barrel but i think it's almost impossible to see those barrel waves in korea isn't it yeah that's why i went to the wave park oh i i I thought since i know how to ride those beginner waves i was like i think i'm intermediate so i paid extra to ride the intermediate waves in the back they imported this wave technology from germany so they so the there's like two sides to the park Mm. And one side makes the waves go left, barrel left, and mm. one side makes the barrel uh, kind of turn to the right. Mm. So uh, my close friend, he's he's still quite a beginner. So uh, I reserved for him to ride waves in the front, mm. in those white water or mm. in those uh, the, the beginner waves. And I signed up in the back. And so I got out there and I was like really excited. And then the waves start right (laughs) and these were about shoulder height waves oh so just stand up and that's how the waves are which are like like perfect for intermediate as soon as i got on the wave i realized i'm not an intermediate (laughs) 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 because i haven't learned what to do once i catch the wave because i never caught a proper green wave in the back in the wild (laughs) i've always caught the beginner waves yeah. So I'm just trying to just like basically stand and just let it push me forward. But I think my understanding now, I may be wrong, but when you're riding a green wave, once you're like up on the topper lip, you need to kind of curve into the wave. Like, so you need to curve left so that you can ride the part that's still curling and not the part that's crashed. Oh. Here's me just trying to go like <laughs> in, a, in like a perpendicular line straight. And then the force of the oh. of the shoulder weight crashes me, oh. and I'm not turning. And I and I didn't think of that, right? So you need to go diagonally. You or just something like once you're on the wave, you need to turn the board so that you can wave, you can ride into the barrel, and then you can go up and down, up and down, oh. and just ride it. But for some reason, that never clicked with me. So 
So you learned this after? Well, first of all, I haven't paddled in a forever. And if if anyone has been surfing, you know, like half of the work is paddling out there. And even if it's a wave park, in my mind, I had never been. So I'd imagine like, just like at a snowboard or a ski resort, you know, you can just ride a lift and it'll drop you off. I thought they would have some sort of mechanic where you just hold on to something and it'll take you. No, you have to paddle to the back where they're generating the waves at that height. By the time I got there, I was just like... Exhausted. (gasps) I I thought I was in good shape because of climbing. No, 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 no. Paddling is... No. Different. So by the time I got back there, um, there's just this lifeguard that's just looking down. And I didn't want to... You know, I do. You know, I want to show like, hey, man, I can ride. Like, you know, like, you know. that tradition. Yeah, that 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 self ego. So I was like, literally, like, oh my god, I need some breath. But then, the last person had gone, and the waves were still coming, and he was just looking at me. So I was like, oh shit, I better go. And so, like, I went washing machine, <laughs> just washing machine, and I felt oh. like in Bali. I went to my friend, and I was like. Now I realize I'm to- I'm a beginner. Uh, who am I fooling myself? But then the big even the beginner's course wasn't easy. The was beginner's it? course is easy. I can ride every. Oh, I, okay. I can ride probably eighty percent of those waves, mm. um, every time. Uh, but it was really painful because at the wave park, I think you got to wear some booties. Yeah, yeah, like uh, booties is just the name for like uh, uh, kind of these like uh, shoes. Shoes. Because the bottom of the wave park, it's like, you know, in the beach, you have sand, right? So even if the tide is pushing you back, you can grip ah. with your toes and move forward. But there, it's like the bottom of a swimming pool. So oh. the bottom of your feet, it, Slippery. and there's no grip. Oh. So I saw my friend who like, let's say, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So he missed the first wave and like, they come in successions of like six or seven, or I think it might be 10 waves. So if you missed like riding the first one the second one was coming right after third oh. fourth fifth sixth so you can't go back and he was just staying in place trying to get over those waves and um, i still remember what he said like after we finished he was like uh daniel i don't think surfing is for me i'm too late for surfing <laughs> there's no way i can be able to master this and he was just um, so frustrated yeah, he was quite frustrated i was too but uh, i still have a kind of a romantic idea of like later in life being able to just go out and ride, like ride a surf th- i like to think the real real beach is uh, much easier i think it is because you don't get this like um, constant syst- waves coming. Syst- systematic eight pounds of <laughs> <laughs> waves hitting your head no break in yeah. between no, break. no randomness <laughs> oh my god so we had like we had rented out two hours by the way, it's very expensive. One hour is around $100 if you rent the board and the suit and all that. But I was like, you know, if we're going to drive this far, let's rent two hours. After the first hour, I came back, sat down on the thing, and I was like, hey, how are you feeling? <laughs> Man, that hour felt pretty long. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, but man, I remember when I was in Hawaii and I rented a board, the guy was like, what size board do you want? And I was like, uh, let me go with that short board. And he was like, uh, are you sure? And I was like, uh, yeah, I think I can, you know, I snowboard, so I'm pretty sure I can ride. He's like, these short boards, my friend, if you don't know how to ride it past like the age of like 12 or 13, or maybe he said 10, I don't remember. I had a very early age, like elementary school. You'll never ride a short board. Actually, I saw this uh, Yone, a K-pop uh, singer. Yeah. Who actually learned to surf and she rides uh shortboards. Well, she must be really she? good, how right? She? Like in her twenties or like close to thirties now, I bet. That gives me I hope. Think, yeah, I wanted to tell you that. Uh you know, you like you know the longboard and then the, the really yeah. shortboard, right? It's yeah, about the she, size she of her height? Yeah, she rides shortboards too. And apparently she's really good. Yeah, but I I'm bet so those jealous. people like Live by the beach to learn surfing. I know. If and they can afford that living because... No, it's surf, sur- surfing is the cheapest thing. It's like all you need is a board. It's there, There's no cost. We just keep spending money because like we're going so far and to, you know, we're trying to make a trip out of it. We're paying these stupid surf waves shops. I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Totally. Oh, but uh, that would be really good. 
if it can serve really well. I mean, I don't know if I go back to the beach this year, I will be able to remember any of the things I learned last year. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be my mission for this year. What is it? I'm going to say it out loud. Is to be able to ride green waves. I'm going to yeah, make it happen. In Yangyang. But you have to go to the beach very frequently. I will. I will. I will. Because once I learn it, I'll never forget it. And it will be it'll add so much joy to my life in the future. So I need to kozeng now. Do you need to be careful too. Man, and I and I lived in California, literally 45 minutes away from Huntington Beach. Yeah, and somehow, I never learned. How how come? Why do you think that is? Because Always, every because time I see this like uh, because I was or I was raised YouTube. by a Korean parent. <laughs> which Korean parent? Which yeah, I yeah, like surfing that that never crossed my parents' realm. <laughs> <laughs> we would like our family would go and be like wow look at those surfers wow what's <laughs> that hey let's go grab some food at the restaurant like <laughs> it has never occurred that like sports that that's something that you know yeah just never crossed their minds as something a possibility in their lives all right so i think that's a wrap for today that's a wrap y'all i think today the main focus was about friends and the changing requirements of friends and also mentally organizing where your friends stand and where to prioritize or who with whom to prioritize your time. Doesn't have to be an explicit like this is the person, but you can mentally organize to leave mental space in your mind to go meet new friends or go mm. find new friends. So mm. Katie I don't know which big book club you're going to be at. You're going to be that weird person, <laughs> like being so friendly. They're going to be like, what's wrong with this girl? <laughs> um, I the, the, big, the best thing would be like, I find one, one girl who I can like instantly connect there and then like make a completely new friend, unexpected. Hope, hopefully that girl, I'm, I'm already putting my requirements on her, but hopefully that girl has like, enjoys doing some crazy sports because then she can teach oh, us to go that'll do that'll be so fun too yeah. anything besides bungee jumping I'm so not down for I want jump. to see you do bungee jump no 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 bungee jumping is Baku 